1: Are you ready to talk money, rent?
0: Yes, sort of. Sort of. Well, we're going to talk money today, but it's Good Friday.
1: Of This is the day where we absolutely we talk. Okay, money or debt?
0: Yes, our debts canceled.
1: Because today is Good Friday yes. and this is the really it's the greatest day in the Christian faith when we're talking about debt, but it's the day that our debt was extinguished, gone. Christ Mm -hmm. died on the cross and paid the debt that we could not pay. So Mm -hmm. all of the shows that we've had, all of the archive shows, I'm not even going to tell you where it is. We'll do that at the end. But (laughs) this is an exciting day. This is the day where we can... See the debts extinguished, paid, gone, and step into new life—that one that doesn't have any hooker or, or connection to the to the sin that we did yesterday.
0: There's no conditions on the debt being paid except maybe one that we have to uh, give ourselves to Christ, mm-hmm. which is. You know, not always easy, (laughs) but we're not going to start with that. Um, Today, I'm going to read some scripture verses from John 12, and we're going to have a discussion with our regular guest, Ray Borg. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Welcome to the show, Ray. Thank you.
0: Because we need him to, we need his wisdom in this conversation today because there's some things the Lord's been showing us um, about the character of Judas. Um, And because it's Good Friday, we thought it was an appropriate day to have this conversation. Um, So I'm going to read the verses and we're going to just dive right in this morning.
1: Yeah. Sit down, grab your coffee. This is going to be a show where I think, as you join in the conversation with us, that uh, God's just going to share His heart with, with the listeners. I'm, as you can tell, a little bit excited yes. about
0: this. And if you're on your way to church and you don't catch the whole thing, <laughs> um, it's it is. you can find it later on CHRI or our website. But um, let's just, I'm going to read this. This is about the anointing at Bethany when Mary takes the perfume mm-hmm. and... Um, that what was so costly and uh pours it over jesus feet so and i'm reading from the king james version because that's one of my favorite versions so you have to uh, listen to this then six days before the passover jesus came to bethany where lazarus was who had been dead whom he had raised from the dead There they made him a supper, and Martha served, but Lazarus was one of those who sat at the table with him. Then Mary took a pound of very costly oil of spikenard, anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, who would betray him, said, Why was this fragrant oil not sold for three hundred denarii and given to the poor? This he said, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and had the money box, and he used to take what was put in it. But Jesus said, Let her alone. She has kept this for the day of my burial. For the poor you have with you always, but me you do not have always. And that uh, is the first eight verses of chapter 12. So it's a very interesting picture that we have uh, what, six days before, is it six days before, right? That's what mm-hmm. it says, six days before uh, he, before today, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and it's an interesting picture to me because uh, you have this, I, I feel like it's, it's this vignette that I'm just walking into where I see this setup where there's Martha serving, but it's not in that striving serving that we see her in before where Mm -hmm. she's upset with Mary, tell Mary to serve. You know, Mm -hmm. she's not there. She's serving. And then you have Lazarus whom Jesus raised from the dead, just in the uh, previous chapter. Yes. And he's there. And you have Mary who's doing what she has done done and being at the feet of Jesus but this time she's come with a gift something very costly and here the disciples would be around Jesus so i just i just see this like as i could see it like a painting you know and there's so much if you can, go back and read it and reread it and see how God speaks to your heart. But that when she pours the, the oil out, it fills, that fragrant oil fills the house. And you could, you could almost smell it, uh, you know, if, if you let your imagination go there. And then in this beautiful moment, you get this sharp sword that slashes and cuts through the air. And Judas says why you let like shouldn't we give this to the poor this is costly we could sell it and and it could do so much good but what he says with his mouth isn't what in his heart and I think recently it's only been recently I I just finally understood he just wanted a cut he wanted to take some money off the top, and I'm like, man, I'm how old? I read this story how many times, and I finally have seen this. Mm-hmm. I just didn't understand that he was really motivated by money, mm-hmm. and this is what we're going to talk about today.
1: And and you know, to your to your point when when you reread this. Um, just paying attention to the motivation of, of the heart of the different players in in the the scene, as, as you've said, Reb. You know, there's Martha, her motivation of heart has changed. We, you know we're, she's still still serving, but her heart is different. Mary's heart, we know Mary's heart, Jesus' heart, we see Jesus' heart. And then we get introduced to Judas's heart, the motivation and, mm-hmm. and what's going on in terms of his motivation around, okay. Um, not quite being honest with himself or with the people around him, mm-hmm. right? And and don't want to interpret too much or, or draw the scene, but certainly you can see all those those motivations of the heart mm-hmm. playing in. So,
0: so t- I, I guess I'm going to direct this to Ray, but what do you think what was motivating him that day?
2: Well, if I could take one step back, because sure. to put it in a bit of a context of, for today, it says here that, that that perfume was worth about 300 denarii mm-hmm. back in those days, which would have been roughly a year's salary, mm-hmm. which would have been tens of thousands of dollars in today's economy. So if you put it in mm-hmm. the context of the sacrifice Mary was making mm-hmm. at that point, how long she would have saved up for that mm-hmm. um, and set that aside and here is her heart to love on Jesus, to worship him, to just to anoint his feet and to wash his feet with her hair, that heart of giving and blessing and worship. And then in contrast, suddenly you get this, as you said, this sharp word, this clashing of hearts where Judas rises up with indignation and it's like, hey, that money could have been used to help the poor. And at face value, people say, okay, yes, that that might have been a great motivation. But underneath, as you said, is recognizing what was his heart was the love of money, because he knew that once, if that had been sold, would have gone into the money bag or the box. And as he said, he had sticky fingers. Mm -hmm. He could not hold himself back. And interesting, I don't ever see Jesus ever rebuking him for that. He was aware of that brokenness in him and that temptation. And here you see the battling of those two hearts in there. And he. I love Jesus' response. Because, I mean, if there's ever a time
1: that Jesus could <laughs> have called said. called him out. Okay, <laughs> okay, enough. It's a week before my death. You're infringing on this beautiful scene where Mary is doing this. And your heart just comes out. Out, right and and yes. yeah jesus is is so gentle with that in, in his listen mary's doing this um and and you know like I if it would have been me I think there would have been
0: was oh, no. I, totally I was just, I was just getting response. that parental moment in my head <laughs> <laughs> like give me the money box because I know you're a thief you're not in charge of this anymore until you can prove that you're trustworthy
1: or, or even a little be careful Judas Satan is at the door you know pre you know whatever like but no Jesus is he doesn't he looks at the moment and what and and is in the moment with mary and that's mm-hmm. the thing where that's where jesus is at and nothing is going to is going to distract him or or pull it and yet mm-hmm. he, he still is he's he's gentle with Judas knowing that that judas is serving money yeah yeah yeah
0: i i had i think and i don't know if any listeners have ever thought of that i we have we had uh been studying this passage with some friends recently and I think you know, after that time, Dave said to me, you know, I don't think Judas set out to have to, to want Jesus to die on the cross. I don't think you know and that's just our thinking. We have no mm-hmm. idea what ran through his head, but when you look at his heart for money, he was bent on on that and he wanted the 30 pieces of silver. That was offered to him for the betrayal, but but in the end, I don't think he saw that what he was going to do was going to kill Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I had ever thought of it that mm-hmm. way—that mm-hmm. his it was his love of money that was motivating him, not not his a hard heart to have Jesus undone. But I mean, I could be wrong. Well, but well, it, we look
1: back; we know the story, right? So yeah. we look back and we call Judas the betrayer. But the you know when when you when you move with the scene and you move through and you, you know, in a sense don't know or or you know see Judas, Judas these little indicators of Judas's the motivation of his heart because in in a lot of ways it doesn't really make sense that why would Judas um, why would he do what he did for thirty pieces of silver and yet and we see his reaction afterwards going what have i done you know and we go wait a minute maybe it was we know that satan was involved we know but the doorway was through his wallet the doorway mm-hmm. that the motivation of his heart was We know that he loved Christ. He was one of the disciples. He was one of the guys who saw the miracles and went out two by two and did all of those things that the disciples were doing. And yet his love of money was increasing, was increasing, was increasing to the point where, you know, we see this scene with Mary. And he is a, a little bit offside, right? You know, he, he's going, everybody else is, is in the moment with Mary. Jesus is in the moment with Mary. And Judas is thinking about how he can line his pockets.
0: But I could I could almost feel the frustration in Judas rising as he's watching this, thinking, don't break. Ah, she's breaking it. She's pouring it. Especially but, knowing
1: that that's a but, year's wages. But
0: he he. I mean, and I guess the question is, why are we talking about this this morning? You know, why, why, why is it? And I, I, I can ask you guys that question. Why, why is this an important thing to reflect on about Judas?
2: For me, yes, it speaks to that place that I can identify with. That aspect of Judas, the love of money, mm-hmm. how sometimes the things that drive us and motivate us can actually blind us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the betrayal was, for him, may have been just a simple kiss mm-hmm. on Jesus's cheek, not recognizing the mm-hmm. what would have followed from that point on, how sometimes even in our own decision-making, you know, we go and we spend money or make comments even to a spouse who May have given sacrificially in some places like, well, that money could have been used elsewhere for Mm -hmm. another purpose, not recognizing the heart of perhaps our spouse or those around us. And then we judge very quickly in the moment and miss what it was that was being played out as an expression, as we see here, Mary Breaking open that bottle mm-hmm. and and baptizing that had such a prophetic significance for his burial because they didn't all understand that at that right. point,
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: and not even sure Mary really understood yeah. it mm-hmm. other than to know that just motivated by her love of the Father and and what was going on.
0: So I guess while we discuss this and as people are listening, I, that that is the question: how 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 does our love of money cloud? really what worship mm-hmm. uh, how does it cloud our love of Jesus we we need new sight we need to see as he sees and i as you were talking you know dave and i have these discussions cuz god's god's had me on, on a journey for a number of years about you know about giving to people and how we can look at a person or look you know at someone on the street <clears throat> excuse me and we think well, I'm not gonna give, you know, my five dollars because they'll just go spend it on drugs or alcohol or and, and I always hear Shane Claiborne, he's this guy that I like to read and he lives uh, in Philadelphia and with the poor and he says, just give the money because Jesus just told us to give, not to analyze or judge or any of those things. And sometimes I think I hear myself in Judas, like, okay, there's a better way to be giving, and it's not by doing this frivolous thing because our money could go further and we say that that's wisdom Mm -hmm. and i i would challenge us on this um it it happened to me recently in the grocery store and it's such such a great example there was a a young mom with her son and um she had to put some groceries back because she didn't have enough money so I just quietly said to the cashier, "Well, there were cheese curds. I never get cheese curds for my kids cuz it's like 10 bucks a bag, but they're so good." And I thought, "You know what? I like and and from the outside, it didn't look like, you know, they had need or want or, you know, from the outside it looked a certain way and I could have judged the situation, but I just my heart got tugged. And I thought, I said, "Just throw the cheese curds in and put it on my on my bill and and you know, years ago I might not have done that because I would have been thinking, okay, well, I can give it to a organization that feeds the poor, or the food banker and I would have missed the moment. But for me, in some ways, doing that little thing was like was worship to the Lord because this mom turned around and you know what? How it's an embarrassing thing to have to put groceries back in a store. There's we there's shame that we feel about that. And she just looked at me and smiled. I thought, that was, you know, that was mm-hmm. all I didn't need anything repaid, but I, my heart was just tugged. Mm-hmm. So sometimes our heart is tugged and we think, well, no, that's not a wise thing to do when we're giving to people that that maybe God's asking us to give to. And yet we have all these ideas of what wisdom is about spending money. When God's just like, no, do what's. I'm putting. I'm tugging at your heart. Please show them that I love them mm-hmm. by the simple act of kindness. And that's also what I see in that story.
1: And for sure, I mean, when when we look at it from, uh, and I, and I don't I don't want to make this. I'll just say it. How's that? <laughs> when we look at Mary's gift, it it's a year's worth of, of, of wages. If we quantify that, but then we look at Mary's attitude and go, yeah, well, she's with the savior who she's not going to have forever. And there's more spike nerds somewhere around that she's not worried about what they're going to eat tomorrow. She's not worried about, you know, I could have sold that and actually provided for my retirement. You know, all of those questions don't really show up in Mary's context. She uh, as you said at the beginning, she's been saving and, and and preparing for an event like this for some time. And here she now gets she just gets to pour it out. And I know me, being the Dutch guy, would there'd be a lot of struggle <laughs> through that. There'd be a there'd be a lot of okay, well, you know, I, I all got, of these no, things.
0: Don't, we don't know that she didn't. You know, we don't know where she got the Granted. perfume. No. You know, cuz I I I know that sometimes when the Lord says give, you're like, yeah, "Okay, give me 3 days." Mm-hmm. <laughs> or a week or a month to really You know, cuz it's a struggle if the Lord is asking us to release his resources. Sometimes we're looking we're not looking at the betterment of the people we're serving. We're looking at our own bank mm-hmm. account. Yeah, right. And I think that's one thing that God is starting to show me: the kingdom is about humanity flourishing. Like I just read that phrase in a book, and and that's not what the love of money will lead me in.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And then here we have Good Friday. Right. We we are sitting and Jesus is go is now making, in a sense, the ultimate sacrifice here uh, for our sins to pay the debt that we could never pay, and and we're you know we really do see that in a sense reflected in Mary's gift and how she expresses it to Jesus and then God's gift to us and how He has has said hey there's a problem it's sin. I need to deal with that because there's no one else who can and and here I'll send my son to die and pay the price so that we can experience life. And uh, you know, when I when I say experience life right away in this morning, I smell and perfume. Like that's the the essence of of the of, of the, the gift that Mary gave is also a sweet smell for what Christ did mm-hmm. on the cross for us.
0: So, Ray, what do we do when we find that maybe there are some qualities of Judas we can identify with? How do what do we do with that?
2: I think the best part is always to acknowledge it, right? Mm. In this situation, Jesus knew Judas's heart, and yet he didn't rebuke him in the midst of this. We expect that rebuke because mm-hmm. of the shame and condemnation. But I think there's a place where Jesus is inviting us in to share that with him. He already sees it. He knows it already, mm-hmm. and we struggle with it and those issues with us. And he's looking for us to just come and, and acknowledge it before him, say, Jesus, you know, I really screwed up here,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I need your help. I come and I ask your forgiveness, and I repent, I want to make amends maybe, I may be needing to make restitution or change my ways, that's what repentance is all about, and going in another direction, but Lord, I can't do that without your help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just being absolutely honest and transparent for him, because I think the notion sometimes is we tend to hide those things It's part of the shame and the enemy would like us to stay in that place. But bringing it out in the light mm-hmm. breaks the power of it. And mm-hmm. so that's his heart for us even today is to come with those things and say, Jesus, you died for these things, and you bore my sins. You broke the power of the iniquities over my life.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I want to walk in the power of that. Mm-hmm.
0: And even if we struggle even with the wanting, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. we, the lo- like we just love the stuff. Yes. And if you're in a place where you're loving this stuff and you're just like, you know, you're not in a place like Zacchaeus, for instance, you know, Zacchaeus was short. He went, pursued Jesus, climbs a tree. If you're not even in the place where you have a heart of pursuit that you will climb a tree and be willing to be embarrassed, you know, it's okay. But if, if you know the Lord's tugging at your heart, you gotta be honest about that mm-hmm. and say to the Lord, I, I want this stuff more. Help me want you more. Like, and, and because we know what scripture says and there, it's not just nice Bible stories. He's, He's a living, breathing God who's jealous for us. And, he loves it when we're honest, I think, Mm -hmm. because then he can like, okay, you know, I've known this all already. So good. We can now work together (laughs) because I've known it because that's happened in my own heart. Father, I just, I just love this too much. And I know I do. So can you help me love you more? And that's, that's a, maybe a hard confession to make, but sometimes it's where we've got to start
1: absolutely and and i think you know again when we when we go back to john 12 and and we're 6 days before jesus you know he's he's preparing himself mary's display of preparation for his death is i mean all of the the next week trans uh, um things that are happening jesus mind is set on these are the things that are that the Father is leading and guiding and directing, and, and in a lot of ways, that you know, we can have that same perspective as we go get up in the morning and go, okay, Father, what are we doing today? Where are we going? You know, I want to serve you and you alone, and don't let anything else come in between. And am I, in a sense, being honest with myself right there first thing in the morning when I pray that prayer? Um, and... and Okay, what do I have to lay down? what is going to tempt me? what is going to to move through? How can I equip myself for the day? Um, because we live in this world you know we do need to just see that transaction happen day in and day out of you know paying the bills and all of those things that we talk about uh, but recognizing that in the context of Christ and how even as we approach this weekend his death and his resurrection and going okay this is it this is the reason we can we can expect um freedom in many areas of our life we we like to talk about money because that's what we're talking about but we experience freedom in so many areas of our life because of this weekend because of christ coming, dying on the cross and rising from the grave and conquering sin and death and all of the other shall I say vices that we have, Christ is in all of those.
0: To help us. Absolutely. yeah. I'm just thinking of the verses I just found them in 2 Corinthians where it talks about us being a fragrant offering Mm -hmm. of God. Mm -hmm. Um, It says, for we are to God the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and I was thinking of that Word, because they smelt the fragrance of the oil when she broke it, and as Christ was broken on the cross, there was a fragrant offering that was offered to the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, God, our Father, and as we are called to die daily, to take up our cross, to um, to die to our flesh, and what we want. Um, we become a fragrance of Christ. We become that broken thing that has been poured out um, that the world can smell and see. And, and, and the verses go on in 2 Corinthians 2. And it says, to some we are the aroma of death leading to death, but to the others we are aroma of, of life leading mm-hmm. to life. And in that room... For Mary and Martha and Lazarus, I imagine that aroma was life-giving. But I wonder if Judas wasn't just smelling everything that wasn't. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. And, and that's a sad piece, but don't we want to be people who don't miss it? We don't want to miss Christ. We don't want to miss worshiping him or um, offering him that fragrance, our fragrant life. Mm-hmm. Anyway,
1: that's so we're was. coming to the end of the mm-hmm. show. We always like to have a little bit of practical. So today I'm I'm just going to encourage you to go back to John 12 read through that, and, and maybe take your time to read through that, maybe once, maybe twice, and enjoy the the fragrance of Mary. Maybe keep reading if, if you go, but take some time during this weekend as we're in, in the Easter weekend to just sit at Jesus' feet and enjoy, and maybe start asking your question, um, you know, do I... Feel a little bit like more like Judas, where there's things or questions or or things that I am asking the Lord. Which are they in the right context? Are they you know? Just ask yourself some questions. But I'm going to encourage you just to take a few moments um, to to uh, just take a few moments to just enjoy the story here as as it approaches uh, Easter. Ray, why won't you pray for us?
2: Father, thank you for our time together. Thank you for the insights from your word here from this chapter, John 12. As Mary poured out that oil upon Jesus' feet, the fragrance, as we talked about, filled the atmosphere, It filled the entire house. Not anyone could miss it, yet Judas missed it because of his heart. Lord, we don't want to miss the fragrance of your death and breaking the power of sin over our lives, that we would miss it. But, Lord, in that moment, in this moment, would you come and we surrender ourselves afresh? Would you help those who are listening who have struggled and battled in this area? Lord, would you come in a fresh way and break the power, the love of money, and any aspect of what that looks like? And so, Father, they'll walk into a new place of absolute freedom that you purchased for them on the cross of Calvary. And so, Lord, we just say thank you for your ultimate sacrifice, Jesus, of laying down your life for each one of us, that we all might work walk in absolute freedom we thank you for that thank you for your love in jesus name amen Mm -hmm. thanks Thanks. for being with us again ray great to be with you guys again
1: So if you want to go to one of the archive shows, there are three places we can, uh, we have them archived on CHRI uh, 99.1's website, website, chri.ca. We've got them on morethanenough.ca. And of course, we've got them on iTunes as well. If you'd like to download the podcast and just have that right into your podcast. So join us next time when we talk money.